How can you leverage the pain pleasure principle to success? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of Steps to Success Learning. I am your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or business owner. Either way, you are here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Man, I say this every time and I'm going to keep saying it. Got another big episode today. Today, Elizabeth Owens shares the pleasure pain principle. She chats about five steps to goal setting, the power of questions, and so much more to get you that entrepreneurial success you're looking for. Plus, I want to let you in a little sneak peek on next week's interview uh, guest, who is a business owner that focuses on organizational excellence, optimizing teams, and creates efficiency efficiency and processes for other businesses. So as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of business, personal, and marketing, G-O-L-D, spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, today's guest is Elizabeth Otis. Now, Elizabeth is a high-energy, transformative speaker and movement influencer. She's the CEO and founder of Be Live, and that's B-L-I-V-E, everybody, a movement set out to teach people how to break free of limitations and consciously create one's own reality and identify why they came to this planet Earth for. <laughs> that one sold me right there. And then she goes past that, man. She goes and she focuses on helping people scientifically, you hear that? Scientifically achieve their desires to be fulfilled through living in their true identity and how to be one with their consciousness. And then as I was doing a little research on Elizabeth, the energy that just comes from her and her content, I was like, all right, I got to get this girl on the show. Elizabeth, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. Tracy, thank you so much for that warm welcome. I'm so excited to be here. And guys, I'm really excited to talk to you because we are going to give you some juice today. I like it. We're going to be dropping the bombs today. So like I was telling you earlier, the first thing I love folks to do is just come on and kind of tell their story as much or as little as you'd like. Um, we don't have a time limit. We're, we're good for the duration here. So, you know, all, all the all the good juice, right, that, that brought you to where you are today and maybe why you love doing what you do so much. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So I would first like to start off is we hear a lot in the entrepreneurial world, like work hard, give it your all, take massive action. And then you usually hear like the polar opposite, right? Like manifest, don't make everything easeful, flowful. So it can get kind of confusing, right? Especially if you've tried both ends and like you went all in. And the reason why it's so confusing whenever you're 
not doing both and just one or the other is because it's even like a simple science, the law of duality, that we have to have a blend of both. And so today, what we're going to talk about, and I'm going to give a little bit backstory, of course, to answer Tracy's question as to why I led into this and why we're doing this and why it's so important for every entrepreneur here today. But the science behind what your brain goes through in order to achieve a goal, because the beautiful thing is your brain actually will naturally achieve a goal whenever there's more pleasure, just to keep it simple. And we're going to elaborate on it later, more pleasure versus pain attached to either the doing of the outcome or in the obtainment of the outcome. Mm. Just the same reason why like no one will ever be exhausted from breathing. They never have to set the goal. Like I have to take this many breaths throughout the day to live and breathe my life. Like it just happens naturally. So we're going to talk about today how to really combine the two of these so that you can have more of like a harmonious entrepreneur journey because I've spent a lot of time, of course, just doing like working 80 hours a week, barely even making like $700 a week, like grinding my eyeballs out miserable not doing something I liked at all and then I was like doing all like the I stopped in my you know did my purpose I was manifesting big things here and there but it wasn't consistent and that's like stressful because you need to like build a business right and make things sustainable and like predictable so you can scale and like break free of what you're trying your current lifestyle right and so that's what really led me here today because it's not one or the other it is definitely both (laughs) right no, that's 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 gold right there. I think I really loved your yeah, the analogy you use of of you don't get exhausted from breathing. And, and, and here's what's really cool about that. I mean, for any of us who exercise, right, who are into fitness, it, 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 even at the smallest level, when you do exert yourself, what does your body naturally do? Is it begins to pump the pumps the you know the gas and says, okay, you got to breathe a little faster. Oh my goodness, you need to cool your body down so you start to sweat. Your skin gets so it's all these natural instinctive things that you're born. They're just a part of your DNA that, that, that happened. Um, so I, we, and, and like we chatted about it and you've kind of alluded to it. I'm, I'm a big goal setter and, and everyone listening to the show knows how I, I don't want to say a pound into their heads, but I certainly assert that they need to be writing these goals down and going after them. And when we were chatting before about what we want to chat about, and there was that you had this five-step process to program the subconscious mind to achieve that goal. I was like, sold, let's go there. And I just, I'm going to sit back here, maybe ask a question every once in a while, but man, hit us with it. Tell us all about it. Okay. Yes. Let's go deep into it. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to go step by step, how a little bit elaboration on both and how to apply it to your day-to-day life and really just work it as we're doing this right now, even during this interview. And then at the end, I'm going to recap the five so you can make sure that you have all five. And if you have any questions, of course, drop them in the comments and we'll respond. (laughs) Absolutely. So yes, yes. So the very first step is we want to be crystal clear on our outcome because you you hear a lot of contradiction on like, it doesn't really matter what you want uh, as long as you have a general sense or you must know every detail. But what really depends on this is that crystal clear is what that means to you, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. if you just want to say, for example, I just want a balloon, 
then, and it doesn't really matter. You're not being picky about, I just want a balloon because I want to gift it to somebody and be like, here's a balloon, happy birthday. Um, all I really care is that it's a cool balloon and this is happy birthday on it. Right. Those are really just my standards. So if I get that, I'm cool. But if I want something that's like big, like a hot air balloon, right. And I just say, I want a balloon. And then I get upset because I got the happy birthday balloon. Then that's why, because people get so mixed up or, well, I know what I want, but it's not crystal clear. And then some people pound into you. Mm. It has to be crystal clear, but it really just depends on you. So it's like, first, what do you want and how crystal clear mm. that is for you really just depends on the details, right? So don't overstress, just go with what you naturally want. And then the science behind why that happens is after you first identify, like, this is what I want naturally go for like what your heart's desiring. Um, is you have to get clear is because anything that is unknown to the subconscious mind, which we're going to incorporate the pain and pleasure principles throughout this presentation, but anything that is quote unquote unknown, which means something you've never done before, mm -hmm. or that you just haven't built yet a habit, there's always going to be natural resistance towards getting that done. Unless you apply the tools, what we're talking about today, because pain equals death, right? Like when we're always trying to avoid death and pain and obviously anything that's unknown, if it's painful, it's going to equal death. And it sounds kind of crazy to our conscious mind, but this is just what happens in the primitive mind. So step number one is just get clear on what it is that you want, but do not stress the details, get that crystal clear picture in your mind so that you're not obsessing about the details, but that you have it clear enough so that your mind's like, I don't know about this. What if? Because as you're sculpting this and we move on to number two, what's also very important is that we're coming from a psychology and a physiology of excellence. And I'm going to decipher what that means in a second, because that's really dependent upon each and every single one of us. So as we start to really just naturally get clear on what it is that we want, what's going to happen is we're naturally going to face like the unknown beliefs that are coming up, right? Like, well, what about this? I'm not sure about this. And then you're going to have like the known beliefs that come up. Well, I have had this happen before. What about this? And so as we move into step number two, and you're sculpting, you know, what you is that you want, we want to take note of all of that because it's drama in our mind that we don't want to dismiss. It's mm -hmm. stuff that we want to acknowledge so that we can properly address it and then release it in a way where our mind's not going to create it. Because as long as it's dealing with this in the background, it is the same reason why like you can work so hard towards something, but like not achieve it, it because it's your brain's way of protecting itself because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we have this pain of either something that we know or it's unknown. So long story short, it equals death to the right. primitive mind. <laughs> so we just want to be really acknowledgeable of all these things that are coming up because you'll probably get bombarded as you're like, you know, <laughs> unless right. you received an inspirational download, you're going to get bombarded as you're like writing down your dreams. And this is what I want. You're going to get, but this, but that. So that's gold, like mine, all that out of your brain so that you can release it. Right. Which we'll talk about here in a second. It's funny. I'm going to pause you just for a quick sec. It's yeah. funny how things align. So this afternoon, I try to do a live a couple of times a week to engage folks on Facebook. So as I was driving and I did a live and it was, um, don't get 
buried in the drama. And what I was talking about was really last week, uh, every Friday, I try to reach out to everybody and say, hey, did you get that one thing done? Do you want it to get done this week? Because on Mondays, I ask them, what's the one thing you want to get? Done? Not 87 things. You know, what's that one big bohag, right? That big, hairy, audacious goal that you want to get done this week. Uh, and then on Friday, I asked them, hey, did you get it done? And if you didn't, maybe write down some reasons why and how you're feeling. And if you did, write down how, yeah, right? And, and how you're feeling. And that, for me, uh, that was the drama, right? And I reinforced, look, they're your feelings. You have every right to feel them and you should feel them. They are your feelings. They're there for a reason. But the thing is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong in this, what I heard you saying is don't get bogged down in the drama. Process it. And you feel it, right? Do your thing, do what you got to do. But then now we got to start thinking again and start moving forward. Is that, is that what I heard you say? hundred percent. Yes. Money. I love it. Yes. Because after you like kind of just acknowledge it, you don't want to be like, oh my God, look at all my like beliefs and emotions and get all stressed out right. as you're going through it. Just let it be kind of graceful. And then all that you need to know in order to get through or like really release emotion very simply or belief is ask yourself the right question mm -hmm. because you will always come up with an answer if you ask yourself a question even if the question isn't true like if you ask yourself why is elizabeth's hair black you're going to get an answer real fast. And so even if the question isn't true, you will always get an answer. So it's really important that we ask ourselves good quality questions when you get an example of, okay, I really want this goal, but X, Y, Z, you, you ask yourself a question and it, the question would obviously vary depending on the belief or emotion that's coming up. Sure. But an example of a good question in order to release that is, okay, how can I move forward knowing that I need to address this or what would allow me to feel safe in releasing this emotion right now? What do I need to know in order to feel good about my decision moving forward? So really just like asking yourself the right question. It sounds so simple. Like, Oh my God, is that really it? Elizabeth, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> it's really so important because when we start to get um, overwhelmed or stressed, we start thinking from that frame of mind mm -hmm. and we can't access solution-based thoughts. Like Einstein said it best, you cannot solve a problem from the same frequency it was created. And so that's why step number two, you really want to acknowledge everything that's coming up in a way that's like loving and be like, okay, I got you. I got your back. Like, what can we do to address this so that you feel good? And it's not continuously coming up because it's not going to allow you to move forward in the long term because 90% mm. of your behavior is driven from your subconscious mind. So it has to be addressed. And then moving forward, you know when how to snap back into uh, psychology or physiology of excellence. Because as you naturally start to feel that way, you will notice that physiology, if someone's not clear on what that is, other than like your blood sugar and all that good stuff, as I'm talking about your posture and mm -hmm. your facial, although like your blood sugar and like if you're hangry, that plays a big part. So make sure you're sleeping yeah, and does. eating well, big part of entrepreneurship. <laughs> but um um, really just like if you are not feeling it right now and you're like, okay, I need to snap into my A game right away, or I'm, I need to move forward and something's blocking me. The simplest thing you can do is to snap into what we call a physiology of excellence is if you were to recall a memory or a time that you knew you were like totally confident in achieving something. Um, or if you can just imagine yourself achieving something like, yes, like I got this, I'm good. Like 
whatever state you're trying to tap into, Mm -hmm. just naturally allow your body to reflect that because we cannot feel an emotion unless our body and our face is shaping it because every single motion that we make releases chemicals in our body. So if you, you know, position the right ones, you'll release the right chemicals, which will put you in a state that will allow you to keep moving forward in an easeful way. This is Mm -hmm. also why like work gets really hard for some people because they're like going against the grind and they're not addressing the emotions and thoughts that are coming up. So not only are they hitting obstacles, right? More often than not, because we're all going to hit obstacles in our entrepreneur journey, but they're also making it more of like a forceful, like, I'm sure that we're coming from a both like a psychology and physiology of excellence. It's so important. Absolutely. You're now listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Sweet. All right. So we got be crystal clear. We're going to come out with that. Well, I got psycho and physio. I was taking a, a, a abbreviated notes here. So the, the psychological and the physiological position of excellence, and I, I'm a I, I've been a big fan of that. I, I remember one time I was giving a a presentation at the Coca Cola company, uh, probably an audience of about 25, 30 people, most of them professionals, and uh, we were talking about you know how the I was trying to express how the physical how you represent yourself physically you walk around with your shoulders down your face through big and you you can already hear the tone of my voice changing right and I said so now imagine right and I gave some of the examples hey maybe your your child was just born or you just won the race or here's the one I really love to do we've all seen superman right now I want you to do is I want you to put your hands on your hips, right? Throw your shoulders back and just feel that cape flowing behind you. And you could see, well, I could, right? From the speaker's position, everyone's posture just changed. There, and I didn't even tell them to. Most of them started to smile, right? Their eyebrows went up. So you could see on their face was mimicking what was their what they were physically doing with their body that I was asking them to. So it just totally matches up with what you're saying. Money, I love this. So yeah, Tracy, I love that you actually brought up the Superman pose because they've actually done a case study, I think from Harvard, that whenever just across the board, because everybody has their own little stances, but across the board, physiologically, whenever anybody does a Superman or Superwoman pose, you start to release and make release like immense amounts of dopamine and all different types of endorphins. So um, that's across the board, something we can all do is so good. So moving into step number three, of course, what we addressed earlier is it's not just one side or the other. Step three is obviously we still want to take action because as you come from a psychology and physiology of excellence, you're going to start receiving all these natural downloads because you're coming from like your A game frame of mind, right? So you're going to be like, okay, like I'm ready to do this. I'm firing on content. You're just in that flow state. So obviously you just don't want to sit there and visualize and like take note of things and plan. You obviously want to like take action on that. So that's pretty simple, but you don't want to take any sort of action. Obviously act on your inspiration, but going back to the quality of questions that we ask, we'll always get a question. We'll always get an answer to the questions we ask. So who do I know that is successful in already doing this? Mm -hmm. Who do I know that is like a great mentor for this, right? Like how can I fast track this process? So obviously act on your inspiration, but don't just like start Googling like basic advice, right? Because there's so many coaches and strategies and like shit online these days. And like, 
we really want to make sure we're asking ourselves the right questions, right? So before you jump into action, make sure you ask those questions. And then which really follows up with step number four and five, which we can combine, which is be flexible and develop sensory acuity. Because obviously, as you go through the process, like every entrepreneur, you're going to face obstacles, there's challenges, there's stuff that's like, oh, shit, that wasn't in the training, you know, (laughs) right? (laughs) And you kind of just have to like, I don't know who to ask and you got to like problem solve on the spot. Right. And so it's really just about being really flexible, not having to like fit into a box, make sure you're trusting your intuition and also taking um, your own scientific, you know, measurements by using your sensory acuity. Right. So every single time you do something, make sure like this is something that, um, I wish I did a lot earlier and paid more attention on, especially like with like YouTube channels and things like that is pay attention to your like analytics, pay attention to um, how many people are like liking which posts, like which ones do better. Don't just be like, Oh, that did one did good. Like why? Like really pick it apart so you can duplicate that and stop wasting your time on like stuff. That's not really good (laughs) that you like may think is good. Right. Because it may be good for something or another place, but maybe not with, what you're trying to achieve here. So making sure that you're being very flexible and developing that sensory acuity is like very, very vital. That's fire. That's fire. I want to, I want to step back real quick on, on questions, right? So as many of the folks listen here, I use questions when it comes to a goal setting as part of the, I, I call it a milieu check, right? Which is some fancy French word I heard at some point, And it just kind of said, ooh, I kind of like that. It's good. But it's like this go, no-go series of questions that people can ask themselves about their goals. You know, and, and some of them are super simple. Like, is this really my goal? Because how many of us have written down a goal or gone after a goal because our mom and dad said we should do it or our best friend said it or our spouse, whoever, right? And and it's like, man, is this really my goal? And, And if it's not your goal, okay, maybe you should set it aside until it is your goal. Does that make sense? You know, and and 100% makes sense. Yes. Because that's the whole, going back to the whole pain and pleasure principle, Mm -hmm. you'll know once you start hitting those roadblocks, like, oh my gosh, I either just can't get myself to do something or, oh my gosh, I'm doing all the things, but it's not working that there is an internal block because it's that protecting mechanism. Right. So it's like, if I achieve this, then I'm locked into a massive more uh, occupation that I don't want to do. Like, so I don't right. want your brain knows that at some level. So it doesn't want to expand upon it. So that's why it's like, don't just come from a forceful place of like work hard, like be like, you know, just force through, like, don't let yourself be weak. Don't let the negative emotions creep in. Like it's a real balance of both like masculine and feminine, like welcome the emotions, process them, but also visualize, get familiar because that's what it takes for the subconscious mind to implant something and really like get familiar with it. And also bring up anything that you need to process as you get, more flexible, mm-hmm. you know, follow people that can really help you and just really do the two. So I love that you brought that up because that's a big thing for most people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now for those folks, and I know I've heard it before, but there may be some folks out there that heard you use and it rolled off your tongue so easily, sensory acuity. 
help them understand if they're, if they're it's the first time they're hearing it, what do you mean by sensory acuity? Yes. Yeah, so sensory acuity, fundamentally speaking, it kind of goes back hand in hand with being flexible. So I'm going to give a couple examples because it could look like a little different between each and every different entrepreneur, sure. but it's just like being really aware of what works and what doesn't mm. so that you can adjust from there. Right. So like, say, for example, if you're doing work, like say what I do, so like I'm a hypnotherapist, I do, I can help with reprogram people's minds. Right. So if you're someone who like does some sort of psychic or mediumship or your tarot reading or like something like that, where you're looking at people, giving them advice and doing, or like doing energy work, then what you want to do for like an example in sensory acuity is as you're doing these things, like how are people reacting? Are they like scrunching their faces? Are they like, are they yawning? Are they releasing? Um, if you are selling something, right? Like you're running ads and you're selling physical products and things like that. Like which ads are producing, which ones aren't? Why? Like who did you target? Um, what do we need to change here? Which ones sold more? If you are making videos a lot, like if you're checking the analytics, like where did people drop off that and why? Like, what did you say? So that's about being very sensory cutie and making that shift. Yeah, it's perfect. That's money. <laughs> that that feedback loop, right? Got to check things out. It's not fair. And it's, this is for me, um, uh, I stopped looking at things as failures. Uh, I got some feedback. It wasn't the feedback I expected. And that's when usually people are like, well, it, then it's a failure. Well, no, not exactly. Because you took an action, you got some results, and now you've got Data, right? I'm a data geek. Right? I, I was in, like I said, back in the Coca-Cola days, man, I was crunching numbers like a madman doing marketing a marketing analysis. And so getting that data was very important. And every new bit of data showed me a little bit more about what it was that our customers were doing and our, our how things were happening. Like you were saying, you know, where did they drop off or where did they spike up? And they, they started clicking that like button to use nowadays examples. So it, I think one of the big, for me, triggers is that word failure. Well, it's not failure. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. It's feedback and it's that sensory acuity. You got some information. If they didn't watch that video, there's something in there that turned them off. If they've been watching all your other videos and all of a sudden they're like, I'm checking out of this one, something happened. And using that sensory acuity, that feedback loop will definitely uh, play a big, play you a big service. Yes. And thank you so much for bringing actually the contrast between those two up because it really goes back to if you're violating step number two or not, because if you are viewing something as failure, that's how you know you're not like addressing the beliefs. You're letting like this experience validate the story that we have Mm -hmm. running in the background. Like, see, I knew things would work out this way, or I knew things would be this hard or whatever. So when you start seeing things as feedback, like, okay, I'm getting closer. That's how you know you're really on the right track. Um, on that subconscious level to really getting closer to your goal. Yeah. hundred percent. This is money, man. You're just dropping all kinds of wisdom here today. (laughs) So I want to be mindful of your time. We just been kind of hanging out here, going through those five steps and we're going to, I'm going to want you to summarize them again here in a minute, but if folks want to reach out to Elizabeth Otis and become part of the be live movement you got going on, or just check you out where, where do they, where do we want to send them to? Yeah. 
absolutely. So obviously definitely come join the Be Live movement. It's over on Facebook. You can join it B-L-I-V-E. And then of course, if you're looking for more trainings, a lot of like hypnosis tapes, you can check that all over on YouTube. Or if you're interested in working together, just check the links in my bio. Perfect. I'm going to make sure all the links are in the show notes so people can just click on down there and get right to you right away. All right. So quick synopsis of the five steps. Run them down for us. Yes. So step number one is get crystal clear on your outcome. Remember, don't stress the details if you don't need them. (laughs) Step number two is psychology and physiology or physiology of excellence, which is a little bit different from everyone, but you will know based off the way you feel and the thoughts you're processing, right? Step number three is take action, but don't take any action, like take the right action by asking the right questions. (laughs) Step number four and five, you can pretty much combine them. It's Be flexible because you're having sensory acuity. Make sure that you're not just going out, taking a bunch of action like, yes, my mentor told me this would work and I'm doing it and I just need to duplicate and do more of this and 10 times more of it. No, no, no. See what's working. See where things are dropping off and maximize on that. Cut off the fat. Oh, I like that. Maximize on that and cut off the fat. That's money right there. And I think, you know, it's, it's funny is that, that those last two steps, four and five, be flexible and sensory acuity is where you see a lot of people um, in the marketing arena uh, lose their shirts in Facebook ads. I'm just going to try to keep it simple where the folks can really resonate to it. They're like, all right, I got all the, I, I, maybe I took a class or I studied some things on YouTube or Elizabeth said, hey, here's some great advice. Go do this. And I went and did it and it, it worked great. And so I'm going to keep doing it. But they stop paying attention. Maybe it works the first time. Here's, a, here's an even better example, right? My wife is into, into fitness and thank God uh, she's got me in much better shape. I wasn't in ugly shape but I needed some fine tuning. If we would have stayed at the same weight since I met her seven years ago, I wouldn't be as fit as I am now, right? I would be okay. But because we keep tweaking, right? Paying attention to the body. Body says, all right, well, I'm strong enough to lift 50 pounds here. Now it's time for 60. Or you just, you spent a weekend you know, walking through the woods in Northern Wisconsin, maybe you need to drop it down to 40 while the muscles heal, you know, you, you're, you're, it's that same thing. You're, you're being flexible. You're still doing the same things, but you're tweaking them based off the feedback you're getting via that sensory acuity. Is that on the money there? Yes. Oh yeah. That was so spot on. I love the examples you used too. Cause those real life personal examples, not just business. Yeah. Everyone can fit <laughs> into that. Everyone's like, I, uh, you know, especially after Christmas, right? We're all like, Oh, we got the round tummies. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, All right. yes. Elizabeth, I definitely appreciate you coming on and hanging out and, and dropping this magic formula, this five steps here. Uh, I know everyone's going uh, to appreciate this and hopefully some folks will be reaching out to you. Any final words of wisdom you want to leave us with? Yes. So when it comes to first, like step number one is don't stress it. Like, well, it, it was like no irony that Tracy brought it back up like way longer into the conversation it is make sure that those decisions that you initially make are heart centered, because as long as you keep releasing all the thoughts and emotion that are 
why you don't have it right now, you will have it. Like your brain wants to keep you small because that's what keeps you safe and like the primitive mind. So really just go with your heart. Like we all have our desires for a strong purpose. You're here right now listening to this for a reason. So just use these tools. Like they work. It's just the way the science of the mind works. You, uh, you've got it covered as long as you do this. Money. I love it. Now, uh, before, I almost forgot about this. I made myself a note here that in the intake form, you actually said, yes, you had an offer you wanted to put out for folks. Is that still true? Yeah, absolutely. So if you would like to try out one of the hypnotic tapes, because one of the fastest ways to reprogram the subconscious mind is to use hypnosis. This is like one of the techniques. This is an NLP technique, Mm -hmm. but another tool is hypnosis. And so I have all different types of hypnotic tools that you can actually get for free whenever you join the Be Life group as a freebie. So make sure that you jump on over to the group and you let us know which ones that you want so we can go ahead and send them on over to your email. Ah, there it is. I'm definitely going to make sure that Be Live link is in there so people can jump over there and check out those tapes. Once again, Elizabeth, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Tracy. Bye, everyone. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family. There you have it. Elizabeth Otis dropping some major goal-setting bombs on us today. What thoughts resonated with you? Hmm? Let me give you a few that kind of clicked off in my head. Thought number one, the pleasure pain principle. Now, Elizabeth started off with our need to have both the carrot and the stick in our life in order to help our brain reach those goals that we are shooting for. I would like to add in the six rules around the pleasure pain the pleasure pain principle. I'm going to go over them real quick right here, but then I'm going to go discuss them more fully in episode 297, the pleasure pain principle rules. Okay, here we go. Rule number one, all decisions made by human beings are to avoid pain or gain pleasure. Yeah, duh. We all know that. Rule number two, people will do much more to avoid pain than they will ever do to gain pleasure. Yeah, think about it. You're right. Go ahead and nod. I get it. Rule number three, perception is reality. This is one we really need to chat a bit uh, more about. And again, I'm going to do this in episode 297, but think about it. When you believe something, it is your perception. It Then it's your reality. No matter what other people tell you, you just will look away. We've really experienced a lot of that over the past couple of years. Yeah? right? If you're listening to this right about the time it drops towards the end of uh, January of 2022, past couple of years have really been a test of perception versus reality. Anyway, rule number four, pain and pleasure are modulated by time. Yeah, think about it. As time goes on, it changes, right? Rule number five, emotion trumps logic when thinking of pleasure and pain. Yeah. There we go. I think we've seen a little bit more of that the past couple of years. And rule number six, survival versus desire. In the pleasure, in the pleasure, in the pleasure pain principle, survival whoops desire's ass every single time. Again, I'm going to go over those rules and chat a bit more deeply about them in the next episode, 297, the pleasure pain principle rules. Now, thought number two, 
five steps to goal setting. Now, Elizabeth shared her five-step process towards goal setting. And anybody who's listened more than a few episodes know I'm a huge proponent of goal setting. And I even have my own eye chart process, which you can learn about in episode 176. That's the eye chart method of goal setting. And now mine is six steps, but here's what's really cool. Elizabeth's process aligns with mine, uh, which speaks, I think, volumes about the two of us coming from completely different angles, completely different backgrounds. And we can come together and look at each other and say, yep, that works. And it probably shares a little bit of light on the validity of the process that we both have come up with independently. Now, Elizabeth states that the first thing you need to do is be crystal clear. Have that clarity of what it is you want. Make sure you're clear, right, as she said, on what balloon you're hoping to get. Next, you want to take note of those gaps and concerns that you can see and are aware of. Then ask yourself those right questions to clear them and to deal with them. Then, yeah, you need to take action. You hear me tell you that at the end of every single one of these podcasts. Think successfully and take action. What's funny about that is way back when I first Oh gosh, when my early in my uh, corporate career, I used to sign off all my emails when email started to become a big thing as think successfully. Cuz that's what I was. I was a, I was a positive thinker. But then I started to realize, well that alone doesn't do the job. Does it it helps it. It gives you um an oomph forward, but if you don't take action, you can think all the pretty thoughts you want to. Everything else is going to stay the same. Actually, in real life, everything is going to get worse because while you're sitting there doing nothing, the whole world's moving forward. So literally, you're moving backwards. So you have to think successfully and take action. Then finally, you need to be flexible and develop that sensory acuity. Now, here's where we're going to have to review. Here's where you are going to have to review the actions that you have been taking, right? See what is working and what is not. And it would be wise to stop doing it if it's no longer working, right? Start taking new actions so that you can get those new results and you then can rinse and repeat. Now, if you keep doing the same damn thing and expect a different dang answer, well, as we all know, a wise man once said, that's called insanity. Now, I believe in goal setting so much that there are nine solo episodes on this podcast that I've dedicated to just this topic. They are episodes 18, 93, 103, 104, 105, 168, 169, and 171. As you can tell, some of those are pretty close together, so it's not a topic you could really dive deep into in one session. So you're, you, you'll have a number to pick from. And as I mentioned earlier, there's also 176. So if you're hungry to, to get to your goals, to get them accomplished earlier, faster, and with less stress, then go check out those episodes. Lots of great knowledge there. And finally, thought number three, the power of questions. Elizabeth remind us of the importance of asking, huh? The right questions. I've always always tried to ask myself the right questions. And let me tell you, all right, even with my pro-positive outlook on life, I have to be honest, it's not always easy to keep those questions pointed in the right directions. I mean, here you think about it. 
a question can be, or actually is, like a loaded weapon, right? And if you point that bad boy in the wrong direction when you pull that trigger, you could hurt someone, even yourself. Now, as I mentioned uh, during this uh, this particular episode, I have a milieu check um, of questions I've done as a part of my goal-setting process since, gosh, back in the 90s uh, that I share currently with my inner circle and clients, so, as you can tell, for decades now. Um, let me tell you, share with you uh, more about why, and I'll be doing that in episode 298, Finding Success in Asking Powerful Questions. All right, so my Dark Horse friends and family, what inspiring ideas, tips, or thoughts resonated with you today? Hmm? Yeah? Whatever they were, take some time as quickly as possible. Right now would be a really good time to write them down and then get out there and put them in action. Yeah, that's right. Get out there, run your race, get your results, and then email me. Share with me what it is that happened, right? That's right. Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com. Share the tips or ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results you gained from them. Heck, I'll probably even bring you on the show and let you share your story with everyone else. That's a win-win for both of us. Now, as I teased a little bit earlier, in our next interview episode, our guest is Adam Homey, right? No jokes, right? That's it. That's his name. Adam is a speaker, author, consultant, and trainer with nearly 20 years experience working in a wide range of industries in supporting the growth of scores of small businesses and entrepreneur values. Adam brings the fire. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from the folks I'm lucky enough to be able to bring onto this podcast. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. Why are there? Why not go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and drop in some kind words in the comments. Ask questions. I read every single one of those reviews and respond accordingly. And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share the podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.